Well, the Lord is up to something. God is really, God is really testing me and, and taking me through. Anybody else? Is God taking you through? Is God, is God showing you new things? Is anybody God speaking to? I know he's speaking to me. He's trying to, he's trying to challenge my faith in him. Two weeks ago, um, our speaker didn't even got got her date mixed up. She apologized after the fact, <laughs> but um, she didn't come. But we got through, right? And so I made sure that that wasn't going to happen again. So this morning, while I was going to Costco's, I texted the speaker for tonight, and I said, "Dr. Carrion, so looking forward to that powerful word you're going to bring to bring us tonight." And, just come by my office at 4.40, we'll have some coffee, and then we'll go down to chapel together. Please confirm. Five minutes later, he texts me right back and says, Doc, he calls me Doc. He says, Doc, I got the flu. Did you hear me? He said, I got the flu, meaning I'm not coming tonight. <laughs> I said, what? He says, so pick another date for me. I said, okay, thank you. Okay, Lord, what are you up to? But I had a wonderful meeting today with a gentleman who um, I'm going to introduce you to right now. And uh, we've just developed such a wonderful friendship over the years. He's connected to Nyack in, in, in many ways. Um, I don't want to get this wrong. He's got such a long title here, but he's a retired Army uh, person, chaplain. He's uh, the executive director of the Alliance Chaplain Ministries. Uh, he's also the vice president of the International Association of Evangelical Chaplains. So his thrust is on chaplaincy. And um, he's shared many a story with me of the wonderful doors of opportunities that he, and not only he, but chaplains across this country and even throughout the world get. Because when you're a chaplain in the service, you're not just speaking to uh, maybe Christians, you're speaking to Muslims, you're speaking to atheists, you're speaking to whoever. And so to me, that's quite a wonderful opportunity to get in front of soldiers like that and be able to share the good news of Christ. Uh, but he does so much more, and he was with me today, we spent some time together, and uh, you know, the Bible says, be ready in and out of season. <laughs> and I said, uh, Brother Bob, would you, would, you, would you come and help us tonight? maybe share a little bit about the ministry and encourage our students. And he unequivocally said, absolutely, I would be delighted. So I want you to give a warm NIAC welcome to Reverend Robert Collins. Thank you. I don't call him Doc. <laughs> uh, I do call him once in a while Dr. Hammond. But I'm honored to call him friend and uh, brother in Christ. And so I don't know uh, the crowd here. Uh, you're all here at Nyack in New York City. And uh, it's, a, it's an honor to be here. I did not know I was going to be speaking here this evening. But what a joy it is to see you and to hear this wonderful music. Thank you. Thank you so much. God is so good to us. Um, as I was thinking this afternoon, what God wants, what does God want me to say? I came back to a very familiar verse to, to most of us. It's a verse that I use many times. Uh, 
And at Christmas time, if I, if I send Christmas cards uh, or emails, I put it at the bottom. I've, it's not in the Christmas message, but I think it is a Christmas verse. And you know, it's 2 Corinthians 9, 15. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. And I want to share that with you tonight. That's just a, a, simple, a simple word. And if you know the scripture there, that uh, chapter 9 of uh, 2 Corinthians, Paul's talking about being uh, gracious and giving and uh, generous in, in giving to one another. And I think we all learn how to do that. It's part of the gift that the Holy Spirit gives us, is a gift of generosity. So he's talking to the people there in the church about how grateful he is and his people around him are that they are generous, generous people. And he's telling the, the people that he's with in Macedonia how good this church is. And somewhere in that verse, he's talking about, well, I want to make sure that I'm not just blowing smoke, okay? I want to make sure that you understand. So I'm sending some people over there to make sure that you understand how, God, how good God has been to you. We have a God that's so good to us. And this verse, the very last verse of chapter 9, even though it's been speaking about generosity of the people of God. The very last verse talks about the generosity of God. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. You know how educated Paul was? Study his life. He was a Hebrew of Hebrews. He was a man who had all kinds of honors. In Philippians, he talks that, that those honors and those titles that he has are like trash compared to his ability to understand who Jesus is and who God is. There's no comparison. But we do know he was educated. We do know he understood things. So how can this man say, this gift that God gave us is indescribable? There's no words to describe what God has given to us. What is that gift? Jesus. Jesus, you're right. Absolutely. We could say it's forgiveness. We could say it's uh, the gift of, of love, of grace, of faith, of mercy. All those gifts that God gives us. But the greatest gift of all, the one that's indescribable, is his son, Jesus Christ. That's what he has given to us. That's why you're here today. That's why I am here today. My role in the Christian Mystery Alliance is to speak to people about the chaplaincy, the federal chaplaincy. Let me tell you what that means. Military chaplaincy, Army, Navy, Air Force, Coast Guard, Marines, and also federal prison and VA, Veterans Administration. Those chaplains who are CMA come through me 
to those destinations for service. That's my role. I thank God that I've been able to do that. We have now around 50 chaplains serving in those areas. Now, some of you might know that there are other chaplaincies also. Hospital, hospice, police, fire, all kinds of chaplaincies. Even chaplaincies with uh, uh, ball clubs, okay? Football, baseball, basketball. They have chaplains. Marketplace Ministries is a chaplaincy. I, we have chaplains in the Alliance who work in three or four different uh, factories. We have one in Texas where I live, and he goes five times a week to different places and is their chaplain. God has called him to do that. So God might have something in store for you that you don't even realize yet. I know when I was in seminary, I went to Asbury. That was before ATS. <clears throat> okay. ATS Asbury Theological Seminary, original ATS, uh, in Wilmore, Kentucky. We had a lot of Alliance people go there because we did not have a seminary at that time. But you know what? I had no idea that God wanted to be a, me to be a chaplain. No idea at all. And somehow the door opened for me to do this. And I thought, this is really what God wants me to do. But I don't know how to do it. You feel that way sometimes? Yes. God wants me to do something, but I don't know how to do it. Yes. What I'm supposed to do? Yes. Where I'm supposed to go? Yes. I imagine there are a few of you sitting in this room who's thinking that way right now. Yes. We're not sure what God wants. But I know I want to be in His will. Yes. I want to do what He wants me to do. Yes. And my prayer for you is that that will happen in your life. And last two months, I visited three different district conferences. Do you know what those are? Some of you have been to some yet? You will, okay? You'll go to those. It's where the pastors and their wives get together, and they, they teach, they do some business, and they, they come together and they really enjoy one another. Sometimes pastors need to do that, get away from the church and go with other pastors, and maybe cry on each other's shoulders once in a while. Yes. That happens. Well, I'm from the southwestern district, which is in Texas. And the theme of that district was under construction. Now, that's a crazy theme. But the theme was, we are all under construction. And who's the architect? God himself. Working in our lives, rebuilding us, molding us the way he wants us to be. And if we're not pliable, if we're not willing to bend sometimes to his will, then we're not going to reach the goal he wants us to reach. Because he has a purpose for every one of us. We need to understand that. Then I was able, my wife and I were able to go to the uh, Mid-Atlantic District, which was in Frederick, Maryland. And the theme there was thrive in the spirit. There's a theme here, isn't there? I just, yesterday, was at the tail end of the Metro District Conference, and uh, you all know uh, Calvin Walker, the district superintendent, and the man who spoke there uh, was the president of the Alliance in Canada, David Hearn. 
And if you have not seen him speak, seen him speak, he's all over the place. He'd be running up and down here like this. He's a small man, but he's powerful. Okay? Talking about the Spirit of God and how he moves in us. What he wants us to do. Where he wants us to be. He wants us. Do we want him? That's the theme of all three of these districts. Is the Holy Spirit wants us more than we want him? And you know what? When we become a believer, we receive the Holy Spirit. But there comes a time in our life where he's going to say to us, I want you to do this. I want you for mine, for my purposes. And we can either say yes or no. And if we say no, we're going to miss a blessing that is real and powerful. If we say yes, Lord, every time he moves in us, we're going to be a blessing to others. Not, we're going to be blessed. But you know God blesses us so we can bless others. That's really what Paul's talking about here in chapter 9. You in Colossae, God has called you to be his own. He's called you to be a blessing to others. So he's saying be generous. And he's telling others in other places how generous these people are. All through my career, and I was in the military for 26 years as a chaplain, I heard how generous the Christian and Missionary Alliance people are because of the missions that they send. We send missionaries to places nobody else will. Because we want to go to places where God is not heard. God's not heard of. People haven't heard of him. Our early missionaries, our early missionaries packed their stuff in coffins, not expecting to come back. We don't do that today. We expect to fly there and fly back eventually. But you know what? Wherever God wants you, you ought to be there. So my prayer again for you is that as you are here in this place, in the college or the seminary, listen to your professors. Listen to the Holy Spirit as he's leading you. And learn as much you, as you can about where God is working in your life. I know the prayer request that I had. I'm going to, it's hidden in my heart, okay? And I'll be praying for that prayer request. I think it's a wonderful idea. That we write down our prayer request and have someone else pray for them. Knowing that God's listening. And knowing that he will answer. So my prayer for each of you is that God will lead you where he wants you to be. Amen. Whether it's here, what's across the seas, yes. what's a chaplaincy, yes. the pastorate, yes. a teacher, whatever, a mother. Mm. You know, there's no greater thing to be than being a mother. Because you really, as a, as a Christian mother, you're raising children for God. Mm. I'm reading the book, the new book on A.B. Simpson's life called A.B. And if you don't have that, get it. Because Alliance Theological Seminary and the college has a great history in the CMA. 
And even if you're not CMA, you need to know that because this is where you are. And that man has had a story to tell, and God raised him up. You've heard the story before, no. Here in New York City, he met with six other men, praying that God would do something because he was disappointed in his church. He was disappointed that they weren't willing to go out to the docks and pray and, and teach people about Jesus. Those seven men started something. Different denominations. They became the CMA. Now there's almost seven million members of the Christian Missionary Alliance around the world. So we're part of something here. And even if you're not CMA, we're part of the body of Christ. Yeah. And so we don't need labels. We need to understand that God is our Father and we are His children. And so today, as we leave this place, I'm not sure how you close, but I just want to say that God is faithful. He's not going to leave you helpless. He's not going to leave you, he's not going to leave you, period. There's a song about that, isn't there? You know? Uh, he's never, how's that go? Uh, he's never going to leave me, or something like that. I can't remember the words. But there is a song that tells us, and the word tells us, that he's faithful. He'll never leave us, he'll never forsake us. So as we leave, let's stand together and we'll pray. Father, this day, we've been met with many surprises. But Lord, you're good. You're always good. You're a good Father. And you sent us the greatest gift of all through your Son, Jesus Christ. And Father, as we have laid our lives before him, and Father, there might be some here today who have not done that, not have given their life to you. So Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit will touch them. Call them unto yourself. Allow them to understand your love and your mercy, your forgiveness, and your grace. Because it's free. We cannot earn it. Thank you, Jesus for being a friend to sinners. For Father, we stand before you amazed that you love us, allowing us to be your children, calling us to be your own, and giving us a reason to serve. So bless us, let us be a blessing to one another, and keep us safe in this place. I ask this in the power of the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.